We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the DFS OGs podcast presented by our friends over at FanDuel. Make sure you're checking them out. Uh, fantasy sports, sportsbook, casino, uh, everything over there. So we appreciate them uh, for sponsoring the show. Welcome in. Uh, if you guys are in the YouTube chat, we want to hear from you. Uh, we're here to break down, obviously, the, the big round of divisional games coming up here on Saturday. Sunday, we'll take a quick look back. At what we saw on Wild Card Weekend, but let me bring in my boys here. Our final show here for the season. You know, always a, a rough, seems like we just started. Seems like it was week one. We were excited, uh, and now we're down to the final eight teams left here in the NFL. But uh, Chop Noto, let's start with Chop. Uh, how are we doing here on this fine Wednesday afternoon, my man? Surviving. We're surviving Wednesday. It's a uh... It's a weird time of year, man. It's tough. It's tough out there. You got, uh, you know, the football season's winding down now, and there's not a whole lot left. To, you know, the like, it's just you can count the games now that's left. We're in the we're coming up on the winter time, the middle of winter. Everybody's sick. I mean, you guys are saying how y'all have been. You know, you're going through your stuff. My my kids have been sick. It's just it's a tough. It's a tough season out there, man. It's tough. These Januarys they get tough, man. So. We're just trying to get a uh, survive here, man, and get through this stuff. That's it. Survive in advance. We're, we're, we're no different than these playoff teams trying trying to get through all this COVID and lack of football. I mean, we had a we had a great weekend of football. We got another one coming up, but uh, it's winding down. 
Uh, Derek, I know, has got a lot on his plate. Uh, it's a Wednesday in the NBA, 13 games on the dock. And speaking of NBA, our boy Josh Duck says we should do a weekly basketball show. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen here uh, with the OGs. But, uh, Derek, I know you got a lot uh, going uh, right now as well on your plate. But how are we, my man? And welcome into the show. Yeah, survive is a is a very good word to use right now. Uh, I'm trying to do my best. Little man still doesn't have school. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they canceled that for COVID. So, uh, yeah, he's at home with me. And uh, hopefully he doesn't make another appearance. I bribed him with some candy <laughs> to stay upstairs. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, uh, wild card weekend. A lot of fun uh, the first few games. And then got some blowouts, got some ugly games, got absolutely crushed in DFS and betting. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, we'll take a quick look back uh, at last week, see if there's anything that, that stood out. I don't think we had any major upsets, guys. We kind of knew Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, you know, those, those seven seeds are, you know, they're going to be there more for just to expand things, more games. But uh, Cincinnati beating Las Vegas, uh, I don't think anybody's surprised the Raiders hung in that one uh, since he ends up taking that one. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo looked like a team on a mission. I mean, seven drives, seven touchdowns uh, against the New England Patriots. So they roll. Uh, in a route, Tampa Bay gets the job done against Philadelphia. You know, Jalen Hurts, uh, is he the guy or not? I think that's a question there. Uh, San Francisco taking out your Cowboys chop. And, and you know, I, I don't think it was a much of a surprise. I mean, they were the, the trendy upset pick for a lot of people. Uh, Dallas, uh, once again, disappointing uh, on their home field. Kansas City rolls Pittsburgh, as we expected. Uh, and then the Rams uh, take care of business, uh, beat a struggling uh, Arizona team 34 to 11. So, Derek, quick recap. Uh, anything you saw that you want to go over? Anything surprised you last weekend? Let's just kind of tie a bow on wildcard weekend. Yeah, it was kind of the week of the uh, backup running backs. I mean, Jarek McKinnon ended up uh, looking great. Cam Akers uh, played a lot more than certainly I was expecting. Uh, Sony Michelle had that big run to start the game, had him in uh, my showdown lineups, and uh, I don't think he did anything else after that. And then uh, Giovanni Bernard uh, looked pretty good for the Bucks as well. So that was kind of the, the big DFS stories for me um, in terms of uh, the actual games. Yeah, um, you, you did a nice recap of that. Uh, the Bills look great. So I can't wait uh, for the games this weekend. Hopefully they aren't nearly you know as many blowouts as we saw last week. They shouldn't be. I mean, just, just looking at all of these spreads, we got a bunch of close spreads. I mean, nothing – over a touchdown and three of the games uh, under four on the spread, uh, every total 47 or higher. So uh, sets up pretty nice here. So chop, how was wildcard weekend for you? Uh, anything you want to add, anything you saw, anything surprised you and uh, RIP to your Dallas Cowboys. Uh, wildcard weekend was pretty terrible for me. Uh, airballed the two game slate. Airballed the three game slate and uh, airballed the six game slate. Pretty That's a much. lot of airballs. We'll start well, calling I'll tell you, you what. I'll tell you, it could have been salvageable, but then uh, you sit there and uh, tuned in to Sunday night, ready ready to try to recoup something here, you know, and, and move up the, the standings a little bit. And Daryl Williams gets like five snaps out of nowhere. It's uh, it's the Jarek McKinnon show, and that was lights out, man. That was like the the last straw right there. So. Yeah, it was a weird weekend. Uh, didn't do very well in DFS or anything, and the Cowboys lost. It wasn't a big surprise, but you just never it never feels good to have your season end. So uh, it's going to end for everybody except for one team at some point. It's going to end uh, in a bad way. But unfortunately, wasn't my Cowboys this year. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out in the future. But uh, 
I'm looking forward to a much, much better weekend this weekend. Chop, I got to ask, and Jeremy brought it up in the chat. We got to take a look at the end of that Cowboys game and an interesting play. I don't know if it was the play call or if Dak kind of looked like a design run to me, but what did you think of that? You know, Ron, I believe there's about 14 seconds left, no timeouts. They try to run, you know, they they get to 20, 25 yards uh, to get closer, uh, but they run out of time. So what'd you think of that play? I mean, obviously I, I think I know your answer here, but uh, just, just wanted to get your thoughts on what happened there. I mean, honestly, I really don't hate it. I don't really care. I don't hate it though, but like, you know, San Francisco had just changed their defense the last couple plays to stop giving up the sideline stuff. So what are you going to, you're going to throw it down the middle. Same thing's going to happen. Are you going to complete it to the sidelines for five yards? Ah, that's a possibility, but you're not really anywhere close to where you need to be. You got maybe two, at the most, three plays left. Two plays if you try to air it out and go to the end zone twice. So I don't hate trying to get up into the 20 or 25-yard line then taking one realistic shot at the end zone. It's a long shot regardless of where it's at. You know, maybe one more second. Maybe the ref doesn't fall over over everybody. Maybe you get that one playoff, and, and that's all you could ask for because you, you weren't going to do anything anyway. It was just – yeah, too many opportunities – to win that game prior to that play. I kind of don't even want to worry about that one play. It's not a big deal. All right. And I want to ask you about the coaching staff there, Chop. A, a lot of interviews going on. Dan Quinn, Kellen That's Moore, not... McCarthy. Does he stay? Don't ask any, me, thoughts? any thoughts there? <laughs> oh, I got some thoughts. Fire. Well, let's hear them. That's what you we're can here fire for. This guy, please. They're not going to. <laughs> you could fire this guy into the freaking sun. All right. Yep. And he could never. He could never come back to coaching again, and I would be perfectly happy with that. And you know what? And I don't like to talk. I'm not going to run around here at Roto Grinders and say, man, we need to fire Dean or we need to fire Brett. That's not nice, okay, because everybody's trying to earn a buck. and get. But when Mike McCarthy earned enough money in his career, I could say fire him, and he could still live off on a beach somewhere and live out his life perfectly content. So it's not a big deal to say fire him, but he needs to be gone. Uh, he's not a good coach. Um, thoughts on the other guys, Kellen Moore. I think, I think, I still think he's a good offensive coordinator, certainly not ready to be a head coach. If somebody wants to offer him a head coaching gig, I guess go for it. I don't think he's ready for that yet, but I'd still like to see him as an offensive coordinator. I think he has talent. Dan Quinn. I don't, I kind of don't want him as a retread head coach. He was a great defensive coordinator this year. We've seen him as a head coach. It's not that great unless he really drastically changed things. And I don't think so. So my idea I'd love to keep the coordinators as coordinators, bring in Brian Flores or final. Cause I think the relationship with the saints and Peyton is kind of done. I kind of want to see them give some compensation to new Orleans, bring Sean Payton back home to Dallas and let him be the head coach. If you can't keep Dan Quinn, who I think is going to end up being a head coach somewhere. There's a guy out there that just got fired in Minnesota. That would make a good defensive coordinator, man. Wasn't a great head coach, but Mike Zimmer would make, Bring him back home too. make him a defensive coordinator, something like that. But the McCarthy era, it needs to end, but I don't think it's going to end because I think Jerry Jones is just stubborn enough to say, I'm going to win with McCarthy just to prove everybody wrong. And next thing you know, listen, Jerry, if you're listening to the podcast, I don't know if you are, but if you got your your egg McMuffin and you're listening, and I don't want to be rude, Jerry, but we all got to face it one day. Every day, we're just a little step closer to the end. 
And by the end, I mean the real end for you. You know what I mean? You don't know when the end is coming. Jerry, how many seasons do you think you have left on this earth that you you can keep trotting out Mike McCarthy? You're going to burn through your years, man. Before you know it, by the time you fire him, you're going to be too old. You're going to be like in a hospital bed watching the games. You know, you're going to be out, man. You're going to be in a wheelchair. Can't even get to the stadium no more. You still got time, Jerry. You can still see the games. You still got you still got your brains and your wits about you. Get rid of this guy. Bring in somebody good. Stop being so stubborn, man. Yeah, no, you know, once Betty White uh, was gone, anything can happen. You know, it's, uh, Jerry's got a lot of years left, but uh, it, it, anything's uh, in play now. I, and I agree. You know, I, I'm not a McCarthy guy, Chop. I mean, all them years of Aaron Rodgers, you got one Super Bowl to show for it. Uh, get the hell out of here. So I agree with you. I think both of those guys are good coordinators. I, I don't know if they're going to transition in it. You know, we've seen Quinn, like you said, uh, more. I don't know that he's ready. So 100% lockstep uh, with you there. So, uh, Noto, any thoughts on any of that uh, or anything else uh, coaching-wise? One more thing. Did you, did you guys see this Bruce Arians thing? Find $50,000 for whacking the guy in the helmet. I don't know if you guys played high school football, but I took about 500 blows to the head from coaches and things, and maybe that explains uh, the way I am now. But the point is, it seemed an awful lot like an overreaction to, to find this guy for a little little whack on the head. I know we're, we're pretty sensitive nowadays in society, but uh, Derek, thoughts on any of that Dallas stuff? Thoughts on this Bruce Arian stuff? Uh, we'll get to some to divisional round here momentarily, but uh, any thoughts there? I mean, I could sit here and listen to Chop rant about the Cowboys for hours. Absolutely. What, what a rant. That was great. Um, as far as the Arians thing, I didn't see that. But, I mean, yeah, that's just soft. We don't need that. Um, I obviously didn't play, you know, high school football. Uh, this build wasn't quite uh, meant for it. I was more of a <laughs> basketball and golf kind of guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, fun weekend. Um, I don't have any other takeaways. Other than, you know, when they ran the, the Rams game, they ran that reverse pass play to Odell when he tried to throw it to, I think it was Akers. And uh, the announcers are like, oh, yeah, we saw him run this in practice yesterday. It's, it's amazing to me that that information, you know, doesn't get out to the other teams. I, I don't understand how that how that happens. It probably does. That's why the play didn't work. But <laughs> Well, no, didn't he catch it? Oh, that one, yeah. I touched the one that they threw, and then it ended up being a, another forward pass. Uh, they tried a couple of those. Or was that Arizona that ran that one? So Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. So many eyes on things. It is crazy. So, Chop, did you see this Arians thing? Let's see if yeah. you got any more rants in you. I did. I saw it. I mean, the first thing I thought was you you, you can't do that in today's football no, you or cannot. today's sports period. You can't do that, Bruce. You just can't. I'm with you. Back in the day, I had the off the the offensive line coach, the line coach period, coach both line. He had the keys. He had the keys on the string, and he'll whack you on the helmet with the keys, man. And those keys would reverberate <laughs> through your ears and give you a headache. That's the way it was, man. But that's yep. just that's just the old school. And I don't, you know, I don't want to go old school, new school. But yeah, Bruce, I knew that was a no no. The minute I saw that, man, you can't put your hands on a player's head like that. Nope, they're gonna get it, man. Yeah, I mean, they used to they used to grab the face mask oh, and you know, and and, you, and the parents would be in the crowd. Yeah, get it, get his ass. Like you know, it's just so much different now. It's back to that whole Tom Izzo thing, and it's different times uh, nowadays. But guys, let's get into the games here for this weekend. Again, looks like a fun slate here. Uh, so the sites, as far as the, the games go, and they they've kind of each taken a different stand. DraftKings is putting more into. Uh, all four games. Uh, they certainly have, you know, Saturday only, Sunday only, but their big slate uh, is the four gamer. FanDuel, on the other hand, has the four gamer. 
uh, but their big slates are going to be Saturday only, Sunday only. So the point is lots of options, uh, lots of ways to play these games, uh, depending on, on what you're looking for. And, and they all, again, uh, will have the showdowns and, and the two-game slates. So uh, plenty of options here. Let's start Cincinnati, Tennessee. So this kicks us off on Saturday, two games Saturday, two games on Sunday. Uh, these odds, courtesy of the FanDuel Sportsbook, Titans, three-and-a-half-point favorites, a 47 uh, on the total. So the big news, uh, we'll see if Derrick Henry's back. Uh, guys, I would fully expect him uh, to be back in that lineup. Looks like he's going to practice all week. They'll decide on Friday if he's going to be available. But, I mean, we know th this guy is a machine, so it would be a, a big surprise uh, if he's not in that game. Uh, Chop, we'll stay with you here to open this up. So Cincinnati – you know, big win at home against the Raiders. You know, now you go on the road here. Uh, I thought there'd be a lot more support as far as betting goes on the Bengals. But uh, early on, according to scores and odds, it uh, looks like uh, the Titans seen the majority of the money here uh, as the one seed. So matchup-wise, I think Cincinnati's best bet is to attack through the air. Titans been very good against running backs this season. Uh, the other way, uh, Bengals, I think you want to attack uh, with the ground game and Derrick Henry. So Chop, the Bengals, does this story continue? Uh, are the Titans a legit number one seed? What Were they roll here? Uh, let's get this thing going. What do you got here, Bengals and Titans? Yeah, I just think the Titans are really, really underappreciated as the number one seed. I don't think – I think people look at the other game, Buffalo, KC, and, and think that's that's your Super Bowl representative. I think I don't think they're appreciated enough. I, I kind of think if, if Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry – I think they win the AFC, so and I think they roll this game. Now I do question how long can he go? What you know? What's the like? Are we talking about Henry coming? I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think he definitely comes back and starts this game. But are we talking about like a snap count on him? Is he going to get used a whole lot in the red zone, but not much in between the twenties? For DFS, it's kind of a tricky thing because I although I love Derrick Henry, I don't want to I don't want to take him if he's like. Really, you know, if they're already uh, making the decision to limit those snap counts too much on him. So I do worry about that. I worry about it. It was a foot injury, man. It's not like, uh, I mean, an arm, a shoulder, something like that. No big deal. But a foot, that's a pretty big deal for a running back. Pushing off on that lead foot like that or that foot in any kind of cutting motion. Can he re-trigger some pain? And if that happens, that's it for the year, much less the game. So I worry about Derrick Henry, but if he's healthy, they roll this game, and uh, and I think they win the AFC. I'm, I'm on I'm on the train with Tannehill and AJ Brown this week. I think those are good plays. I wouldn't even put it past Julio to have a decent game. Maybe maybe get him a touchdown. The Bengals I think do do it through the air, but that doesn't eliminate Joe Mixon because he can he can catch passes too. So uh, I think they're okay. I think they score a few points here to keep it up somewhat competitive, but. Uh, is going to come from all, all all facets of the passing game, but I think Tennessee rolls here. So I'm on Tennessee, and I like Tennessee for DFS purposes. All right, taking the Titans. We're, we're still going to track these, even though it's our last show. Let's see how we do. I'm assuming you're going Tennessee minus three and a half. Let's do it. All right, Derek, let's go to you. So the same question, Derek Henry. I mean, he's the most expensive running back on both sites, 9,000 here on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings, he is 7,500. So, you know, kind of lapping the field, obviously, here. Uh, do you have the same concerns? Uh, I'm kind of with Chop. You know, what, what Henry are we going to get? How much are we going to get? Maybe this game gets out of hand. They can sit him down a little bit then. Uh, other side, I'm intrigued with T. Higgins, Derek, uh, a guy that was a uh, heavy chalk last week and 
Uh, he was the guy that didn't get there. Chase has the big game. Boyd finds the end zone. Hell, even Uzama gets himself a touchdown. So uh, I think going back to T. Higgins, you're never going to find an unowned guy in, in a four-gamer, but uh, maybe a little bit under-owned here. So thoughts on Henry, thoughts on Higgins on the other side, uh, and the rest of this game, Bengals, Titans. Yeah, I agree with uh, pretty much everything you guys said. For me, Derrick Henry, he's always an ownership play. When he's highly owned, he's a guy that I don't mind being underweight on. Um, he has been, you know, more game script uh, independent this season. But at the same time, uh, throughout his career, like he has been very volatile. Um, he usually has to get there with his rushing. So I'll keep, uh, you know, an ear to the ground in terms of you know, how he looks in practice and if they're going to be limiting him at all. But for me, it's going to come down to ownership. If uh, people are going to be scared away, I will gladly play him. We've seen him dominate time and time again. This time of year, especially in the playoffs, we know Tennessee, they're going to want to run the ball a ton. So as long as I don't hear anything negative and as long as he's not the super chalk, I think I'll probably be on Henry. Uh, agree on the A.J. Brown call. Um, definitely prefer him over Julio and any of the other wideouts for the Titans. And then Cincinnati side, yeah, I like Mixon quite a bit. Played on 77% of the snaps last week. That might even go up this week. And then, man, Higgins, yeah, I fell for that one. I played him over Chase last week, and obviously that didn't work out. So um, I don't know what to do with these wideouts. Seems like whenever I play one, the other goes off. So maybe I'll just split my lineups and uh, you know take a little bit of both. But I don't have a strong take there. Uh, Uzoma, he's had at least six targets in three straight games. So maybe he's a guy you can look to for some uh, salary cap relief in this game. And I'm going to take the under. I think Tennessee is going to want to run the ball, uh, kind of milk the clock a little bit. So give me the under. I like the under here as well. Uh, the over seeing a lot of support makes me a little nervous. But uh, I agree. Two teams that really want to run the ball if they can. You know, Cincinnati obviously uh, can go high wire with that passing game. But I think Tennessee controls this one, maybe an uglier game. I'll go under here as well. Uh, Saturday night, uh, San Francisco coming to Green Bay. Uh, this spread on the move a little bit. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, questionable, now dealing with a shoulder injury uh, as well. So uh, they asked him yesterday, does the shoulder bother you more or the wrist bother you more? He said yes. So shows you he's got a lot going on here. So is it Garoppolo? Is it Trey Lance? I think that's the reason that this line is moving. But these two teams did meet up earlier in the season. Uh, Green Bay won a thriller out in San Francisco, 30-28. to 28, uh, Last second field goal by Mason, Mason Crosby. Uh, Devontae Adams uh, was a monster in that game. 18 targets. George Kittle, big game on the other side. And Derek, I think those are probably the best two matchups here. You know, San Francisco, you can attack them uh, with wide receivers. We know how many targets Adams is going to get. Other side, if, if there is a weakness in this Green Bay defense, it's going to be against that tight end position. Uh, you can't discount Debo Samuel, things like that. But Tough to really get too deep here. If it's Lance, I think it's a, a big ask for a guy that's barely played to go on the road at night in Lambeau Field in the playoffs uh, and, and find a way to win that game. So we still have some question marks here, Derek, but uh, let's do what we can here. Niners and Packers, what do you got? Yeah, uh, not a lot until we know if Garoppolo is going to play. I imagine he's going to you know, give it a go. And if he is active, then uh, it's definitely a big boost to the passing game. I can't wait to watch these teams square off. It seems like they always end up being in the playoffs. Um, in terms of Eli Mitchell, I, mean, I think he's a great play. The price isn't uh, too outrageous. He's had at least 21 touches in six straight games. So he's going to get the workload. Uh, he's not heavily involved in the passing game, but you know he's going to get his carries. Um, even in games when they've been losing, um, they make an emphasis to get him the ball. So I like him quite a bit. Kittle's been disappointing the last few weeks, but uh, if you look at the routes run, uh, they haven't gone down at all. So he's still running the routes. He just hasn't gotten the targets. 
I think I prefer, you know, taking the savings with him uh, over Debo. Did we lose Derek? <sighs> Big D, my froze, man. Uh -oh. My froze. All right. Well, Chop, we'll toss it to you here. And if he comes back, we'll let him finish up here. So, again, same question. You know, Adam's obviously uh, one of the guys we want to spend up on. Uh, the Garoppolo Lance debate. So I, I think that one's fairly you know easy to, to break down. But uh, Mitchell, he was bringing up. He is questionable. I think it's more of a maintenance thing. He's kind of been questionable here at, at the last couple of weeks. So uh, limited practices. But uh, I don't disagree with Derek. I think he's a decent play as well with the volume uh, that he's going to see here in this game unless uh, they find themselves in a, in a big hole here. So uh, Chop, we'll get to you. We'll see if we can get Derek back in here. But did the Niners have a shot? We saw him go to Dallas and win. Can they go to Lambeau and win? And is it the quarterback that's going to decide that? Derek, you back, right? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Yeah, you back. Yeah, we got you. Right. Fin 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 finish, finish that thought. We were right in the middle of that thought. I mean, I talked for like three minutes. So I don't know where <laughs> we, I We caught, I we caught some uh, Elijah Mitchell, and then I think he kind of fell off after that. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I like Mitchell. Uh, just getting a bunch of touches each and every week. Uh, I prefer Kittle over Debo. I know Debo's been – uh, the guy that's been getting you know, all the touchdowns, and he's certainly a slate breaker. But Kittle, um, he's been down, so his prices come down. Uh, the routes run have still been up, so I think he's in an interesting bounce back spot. On the Packers side, um, it was interesting to see Dylan play so much in Week 18, uh, especially in the second half. I'm wondering if you know they're just, I don't know. It was just interesting to me. So maybe Aaron Jones gets a little bit more work than. Uh, people are expecting uh, now that we're in the playoffs, uh, some to monitor, but I do like Jones. You know, I like Adams. We've seen Lazard um, really come alive in the last uh, you know four weeks of the season. MBS is probably going to be back. So you can obviously play uh, Rogers with a number of his, uh, you know, weapons, but yeah, uh, give me the Packers at home. All right. Randall Cobb expected back here as well. Ooh. We know how much Rogers loves him, some Randall Cobb. So keep that name in mind uh, as a cheap wide receiver play as well. All right, Chop, your turn. What do we got? Niners Packers. So I fully, I fully expect Grappolo to play. I don't, I don't, I, I think he'll play. He's just kind of like playing it up a little. I'm, I'm sure he's a little dinged up. I wouldn't, I don't think the injury is going to hurt him as much as uh, the conditions out there. Green Bay. Uh, nighttime, January. I think I probably hurt him a little more, but I wouldn't mind seeing Trey Lance in there. I don't think I don't think Trey Lance would do particularly great, but it bring back some memories because I do remember sitting in a Hooters off of Wurzbach Road in 2002, January 4th. It was a Saturday night when one Michael Vick, a running quarterback, oh, went, went into Lambeau for the playoffs and took it to Green Bay. So it'd be interesting. It might they might throw back throw back some memories there watching Trey Lance run the ball against Green Bay on a Saturday night in the playoff. In Why are you bringing up old shit, man? That, that was the first <laughs> loss they had had in the playoffs at I, home. And I know, I remember. Years, I, I remember. I was watching it. I can't. It's, it's you. You never forget where you were when stuff like that happens. And I remember. So uh, it'd be interesting, but. Honestly, Garoppolo doesn't stand a chance, I don't think, in, in these conditions. I don't think he's a particularly – like last week, they did everything they could to hide Jimmy Garoppolo, everything. And he still almost blew that game with that interception in the fourth quarter. Like they're just going to try to hide him. I don't think it's a recipe for any long-term success for the Niners. So I, I like the Packers here quite a bit. I will say this, uh, Devontae obviously be chalky. He's the best wide receiver on the slate, but uh, I, I'm, there's a piece of me that's going to be fading him 
in quite a few contests because I think maybe they can devote enough coverage to him to make it hard enough that we see every every once in a while, every every several games, you, you get guys like Alan Lazard or like you said, Randall Cobb, M- MVS streaking down and catching those big games. I think this is one of those games where one of those other wide receivers catches a big game and Devontae just gets held in check. Maybe eight receptions for 80 yards, no touchdowns. That's held in check for him. But I think one of these uh, these other guys has a big game. So I'm on the passing game, but I think it's going to come from one of the other guys or a couple of them. I think Debo gets his. Maybe Kittle gets his. I think they'll run Elijah out of this game by game script. So I'm not worried about that. And uh, I'm on the Packers here at home. I just think the Packers – I think the Packers, I said the Titans were my AFC favorite. Wow. And if we can get some any kind of weather conditions at all in Green Bay – for the next game, this game and the next game, I think Green Bay is my favorite in the NFC. Yeah, we're certainly set up uh, for success. They've been good at home. They, they've covered at home, eight and two at home this year against the spread. So uh, initially, I you know I was a little pessimistic. Obviously, as a, as a Packer fan, thought San Francisco uh, would keep this close if it's Lance. I think Green Bay rolls if it's Garoppolo. I agree, Chop. How much are you going to be able to hide him? I mean, you'd need amazing games out of your defense, out of Elijah Mitchell out of Debo Samuel, where you're not requiring a lot out of Jimmy Garoppolo, the Green Bay team getting healthy as well. You know, if Jair Alexander's back in there, obviously a huge help. Uh, do they get Zedarius Smith back, uh, Bakhtiari back on the line? So uh, they're getting healthy at the right time. I just think this is a tough spot uh, for this Niners team. So Green Bay for me here as well. Derek, what was your pick? I didn't write something down for some reason. Add it to the parlor card. All right, there we go. All right, let's move to Sunday, guys. We got Rams uh, in Tampa. Again, Rams coming off uh, the big win against Arizona. Tampa Bay taking care of Philadelphia. Uh, These two teams met earlier this year as well. Uh, The Rams uh, controlled that game in L.A., uh, beating Tom Brady. Brady, big numbers in that one. They were playing from behind, went over 400 yards there. Stafford, a big game, three touchdowns for him. Derek, we'll stay with you here on this one. You know, Matthew Stafford finally gets his first win going against a guy that's got, I believe, 35 playoff victories under his belt uh, in Tom Brady. Uh, As far as injuries go, we'll have to keep an eye uh, on Leonard Fournette. We'll see if he's able to get back uh, in that lineup. But Gio was pretty good for them uh, last week. So that combination of Gio and Keyshawn Vaughn uh, getting the job done. Ronald Jones uh, remains questionable here. Cyril Grayson, the other name, uh, we'll keep an eye on dealing with a hamstring injury. But Uh, Derek, this one has a lot of uh, drama to it as well. Uh, You know, the Rams playing well. Cam Akers has been an incredible story. I mean, he looks great. No one thought he had any chance to get back. And uh, he looks like the Cam Akers of old here. Odell Beckham starting to grow into this offense here. Uh, Stafford played a pretty good game. The defense looked great. Tampa Bay, not only missing receivers, you know, the offensive line uh, has had some questions as well. You know, Tristan Worf said to had to walk off the field, come back on. He's limping around. You know, do we even see him play here in this one? So a good defensive line against a banged up offensive line and you're missing some weapons here. Uh, I think the Rams win this game, Derek. Uh, your thoughts here, Rams, Tampa Bay. Yeah, this should be a fun one. Fournette's obviously a big question mark if he is out. Uh, I will certainly go to Giovanni Bernard. He looked good in the passing game and he got a couple goal line carries as well. Uh, Fournette's active. You know, we saw him in this role last year. Um, we thought it was going to be a split between him and Ronald Jones, and then it was basically just Fournette uh, all the way to the Super Bowl. They rode him, uh, and he played great. So um, if he's active and doesn't expect to be limited, I would kind of expect him to dominate the touches there. Um, he's pretty cheap as well, so I like Fournette. 
Mike Evans coming off of the big game. You know, I overthought that one uh, for whatever reason. I just he just wasn't high on my list of priorities last week, and he should have been. Uh, Gronkowski, anytime you get him in the playoffs. So I think the the Buccaneers offense seems very easy to predict. Um, I think they're going to put up points. I like Brady to Evans and Gronk. And then, you know, whatever running back ends up starting, I'll, I'll have some interest there. Cam Akers ended up playing 53% of the snaps last week, had nearly 20 touches. I do think, you know, he's going to be the guy um, that they lean on in this one. But Tampa Bay, really good against the run, have been uh, pretty much all season. So uh, that worries me a little bit, but I do think the work will be there. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know, Cardinals made an effort to double team him and, you know, that cost them. You know, Stafford was able to throw it to pretty much anyone he wanted to outside of Cup. And then Cup still ended up getting a late touchdown. So he put up 30 fantasy points against the Buccaneers earlier this season. I'll just keep playing Cup every week. I know Odell's been, uh, you know, coming on strong, but uh, give me all the Cooper Cup this week, especially if he's going to be a little bit lower owned. And for my pick... Give me the over. This is one of the few games where I think, you know, we're just going to see a bunch of points. All right, Chop. We got an over and we got a Rams bet on the board. Uh, your thoughts, Rams, Buccaneers. Well, we'll start off with uh, I like the over, but uh, I can't go against my my real pick here, which is uh, the Rams are going to beat Tampa Bay outright yep. and, and march on to the conference championship game. And uh, I feel pretty confident. Pretty confident in that. <laughs> don't take that for don't put any extra shekels on that just because I feel confident. But I feel good about it. I think I think it's time for the Rams to win this game. I and Tampa just ran so pure last year with injuries. They never caught one ever, a key injury. And they caught a few this year, and I think it's gonna get them. So I like the Rams to win this game outright. Uh I think they do it on the strength of that passing attack. Like like Derek said, Cooper Cup is, you know, he's the man. Uh, but there's more weapons there now with Odell, and, and I think Higby could have a big game here. Uh, so I like Stafford and his weapons. And uh, on the flip side, there, yeah, they're not going to shut down Tampa. He's going to he's going to pass. Brady's going to get his in the passing game. Is Evans or Gronk? Somebody's going to have a big game there, and he's going to feed. Uh, I think Brashard Perryman is going to have a, a fair game for his salary, and and Fournette will catch some passes out of the backfield if he's healthy. If not, it'll be Geo. Those guys are pretty interchangeable, I think. So. Brady will keep it close and put up good stats. And in the end, playing catch-up may, may actually make his stats better than uh, Matthew Stafford. I don't know. But but I think I think the Rams win this game outright. I think I think it's time for the Rams. Yep, I agree with you. I think the Rams uh, have the advantage here. Brady down some weapons. Again, that offensive line, if they're going to be thin, that's a problem against Aaron Donald uh, and Von Miller and company. So uh, Rams for me here as well. All right, last game. Game of the week, guys, Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, we saw this game earlier this season in Arrowhead. Uh, Buffalo rolled in that one. We saw this game last season uh, in the playoffs uh, in Kansas City. Rolled in that one. So kind of our, our, our third match here, a little rubber match here. Uh, Buffalo looked great, like we said. Kansas City also looked phenomenal on offense here. So, Chop, we'll stay with you. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and I don't even know if this is a limb anymore, but I think Buffalo wins this game. I think they're the better team outright. I think they're the better team on both sides of the ball, actually. I know this Kansas City offense is getting it going, but uh, Buffalo's defense should do enough to slow this team down. Uh, Josh Allen has looked phenomenal. Devin Singletary has been a revelation, uh, and the Chiefs have struggled uh, defensively. They've been better of late, but uh, I think Buffalo just the better team. So the line has been moving uh, in that direction. We're down to Kansas City uh, minus one and a half here uh, on the spread total at 54 and a half. So 
Chop, you with me? You're rolling with Mahomes. I am going with the Buffalo Bills here. What do you got? Yeah, so for DFS purposes first, I would say that uh, 55 total on a two-game slate or a four-game slate, whatever you're playing, like, yeah, all these guys are in play. Like, every single – now, you're going to have to guess at that Kansas City backfield, who's who's it going to be. But everybody's in play. And, you know, I, who knows if it's going to be Hill or Kelsey. I can't – and then for Buffalo, the Josh Allen, he's got literally five guys, all of whom can have a big game in the passing game that he can throw to. And it's tough to like pinpoint it down after Diggs, and Diggs isn't even a lock anymore. So everybody's in play for DFS. It's, it really is hard to figure out who it's going to be, though. But uh, it's weird to uh, have gone like I started the year thinking, wow, if Kansas City really wanted to, I think they're good enough to go undefeated. They're that good, and they're definitely good. they're definitely the best in the AFC. As time wore on, I was like, ah, this team is not nearly as good as I thought they were, and they're going to struggle in the playoffs. And here we are in the second round, and they're facing a Buffalo team where here lately I've been like, wow, this team is the team to beat in the AFC. I don't think – I think I read the other day. I'm not sure if it's 100% accurate. I think it was something like in the three of the last four games they haven't even punted the ball. Like they, did, they didn't have to punt against the Patriots in the playoffs here. Three of the last four games, I don't think they punted the ball on offense. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, they're is. rolling on offense. And I, so I was really hyped up about the Bills over KC here for for those reasons. The Bills are rolling, and I didn't believe in KC. Then I got to talking to Kirk Deese, and he's like, yeah, but look at who they played. Bills ain't played nobody. And I went back and looked, and sure enough, man, it's some pretty terrible competition they're putting these good numbers up against. So now I'm torn again. Like, I don't know what to think now. But ultimately, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with my gut here uh, from the very beginning, which was that I think Kansas City – isn't as good as we people think they are. And I think Buffalo is really ready to take that step forward. So I'm with you. I, I'm going to go Buffalo here. I think they can win this game outright. And uh, I'll roll with Buffalo, but honestly, it wouldn't surprise me either way. The competition for Buffalo hasn't exactly been good lately. And uh, this is a very, very tough environment to play in on the road in Kansas city in January. Like that's, that's tough, man. So, and they, and Buffalo can, their defense isn't exactly, you know, a juggernaut. So wouldn't surprise me, but I'm going to go with my gut and say Buffalo. And for DFS, obviously, at 55 total, they're all in play. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the last time, the, the big numbers, Dawson Knox went over 100 yards uh, against the Chiefs, scored a touchdown, two touchdowns uh, for Emmanuel Sanders uh, in that one. They actually held Steph Diggs uh, in check there in that game. So uh, other thing, injuries, uh, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire still questionable and no practice today. Uh, for Daryl Williams. So, Chop, you mentioned you know, this Kansas City backfield has become kind of a mess now. McKinnon uh, has looked great. So, Derek, do they continue to, to ride him out? Are we going to have to wait and see? Uh, is Gore now an afterthought in that backfield? Uh, and then are you with us? we got two Buffalo Bills on the board, Buffalo or Kansas City. What do we got? And you guys both made great points on Buffalo. I, I don't know if I can bet against Mahomes, so I'm just going to take the over. But I do think the winner of this game is going to meet up uh, with the Packers in the Super Bowl. Uh, and that would just be an epic game, um, you know, whether it's the Bills or the Chiefs. Um, I really don't want the Titans to get there. I have to listen to Soccer Dave just gloat about it um, for weeks and weeks. So um, anyway, from DFS perspective, yeah, Singletary, he might have the best role of any running back left in the playoffs. Uh, he played on 88% of the snaps last week. He's getting all the work. I know he loses some goal line touches to Josh Allen, but I think he's in a great spot. And he's still not expensive, uh, which is nice. 
Uh, Chiefs have been tough on, you know, boundary receivers. So if you want to look, uh, you know, underneath, maybe Cole Beasley. I like the Dawson Knox call. Obviously, you can play Allen, you know, by himself or with uh, a couple of his weapons. Chiefs side, love McKinnon if he ends up being the guy. Um, he looked explosive last week, obviously. Passing the eye test, you know, who knows, um, you know, what the guys that, you know, study film uh, think of him. But I thought he looked great out there. You can play Mahomes, Tyreek, uh, you know, Kelsey, all these guys. Like Chad mentioned, the total is so high, you can play everybody. And if you don't have any PMR remaining in your lineups, uh, don't be catching, don't be counting your money um, in your tournaments because you're going to go way down the standings um, just because this game's going to be awesome. So give me the over, uh, but I don't know. I, I think I agree with you guys on the Bills, but I can't put my money against Mahomes. All right, we got an over, we got two Bills, uh, and now we'll do it here for the uh, analysis of the games. Guys, I just want to dig into to the FanDuel Sportsbook here real quick and, and just look at some of the odds. Uh, on the Super Bowl here, if there's anything there that you're wanting to jump on. Uh, my other question, I mean, I think what, what Super Bowl does the NFL want? I mean, I, I, I don't think – I think outside of San Francisco and Tennessee, and that's just based on their quarterbacks, I think the NFL would be okay with, with any of these matchups. I mean, Brady, of course, Mahomes, of course, but Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, uh, doesn't matter. So we'll start with that. Derek, what Super Bowl does the NFL want to happen the most? Yeah, I would think NFC, they'd like Brady or Rodgers being there. And then uh, AFC, you got to think it's the it's the winner of this Bills and Chiefs game. Uh, I know the Bengals are a good story. I just don't know if they, they have that market yet. Chop? Yeah, I, th I think I'm with Derek. Uh, I think uh, they want to see Mahomes get there because your other AFC teams, they don't jump in you know, Tennessee market, Cincinnati, Buffalo, yeah. And then for the – so I think they want Mahomes against Brady or Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. That, I think those are your your two big matchups right there. So uh, I think that's where they're going. And, yeah, uh, to address a couple things. Number one, I forgot, Aaron Rodgers. This is this could be a good revenge spot here because Frisco's, the, you know, two years ago in Frisco, huge stomping. Aaron Rodgers may come to get his revenge. And Derek said he doesn't want to see a soccer Dave. And he don't want to see Tennessee get there because you got to listen to soccer Dave. I got news for you, Derek. And this is the, you know, I thought about that too. Trust me, that crossed my mind. I don't want to root for Tennessee because of soccer Dave. But you got to look out there and see just about anybody. We're going to have to listen to something from somebody. Now, I can live with Beer getting there with Green Bay. I'm fine with that. That's his squad. I can live with that. That's good stuff. Soccer Dave's obnoxious, Beer not obnoxious. But if KC gets there, then we got to listen to Davis Maddock, who's not even a real KC fan. He's just a Mahomes fan, right? If it's Buffalo, we got two hats, Mike. If it's Tampa Bay, we got all the Brady donk. Like, it's always somebody you got to listen to. So you got to choose the lesser of all the evils, man. So let's go Packers is, is what I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. hearing here, Packers, Chop. man. Let's all go right. Packers. Packers are my new team this year from now on. <laughs> I like it. It's, we got that Mike McCarthy connection. Hopefully that's not our, our downfall here, but – uh, odds to win the Super Bowl. Just want to go over this, see if there's anything here you guys uh, like. Maybe a little bit longer odds. Uh, Green Bay, the favorite, uh, plus 350. Kansas City, plus 400. Buffalo, 500. Tampa, 550. The Rams, 700. Titans, 850. Niners, 1,200. Bengals, 1,500. Chop, you're laying down the, the shuckles, uh, as you called it here. Who is your Super Bowl bet? With, with those odds like that, now, I personally think Green Bay is going to win the whole thing. That's just my what I think. But with those odds like that, 
Now, just the disrespect on Tennessee is pretty amazing. Number one seed, the, like with the fifth or sixth team you listed off there, I've seen enough of them over the, the past few years in the playoffs. They can beat anybody in the playoffs when they're not the better team. And I think if Henry's healthy, they are the better team than a lot of these teams. So I'd, I'd lay it down on Tennessee at those odds. Yeah, I kind of like the Rams. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think I think Green Bay's got enough to do it. I, I'm trying not to be a homer here, but uh, they've looked good. They got the home field advantage. But but the Rams at seven to one. I, I think that's a team that you know if they can survive this weekend, I, I could see them going to Green Bay, getting it done, and I can see them uh, competing with any of these AFC teams. Uh, you know, Stafford is still a wild card, but uh, they have what it takes on both sides of the ball. So uh, if a longer shot out of these teams, I, I think the Rams at plus seven hundred. Uh, is intriguing. Derek, uh, betting markets here. Uh, any bets you're looking at? Yeah, the times are interesting, man. Two home games uh, to get to the Super Bowl. And they're, yeah, big disrespect. I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but uh, that is a pretty good number. I think the Bills are interesting, too. Uh, I think if they get through, you know, KC this weekend, I think they can I think they can beat the Titans. So, yeah, I think the Bills are going to be my favorite. What are they, 500? They are plus 500. Yep. Yeah. I don't hate yeah. that one either. They look strong for sure. You can also bet Super Bowl correct matchups, Super Bowl MVP, uh, a particular team to beat another team. So if you're looking for some longer odds, uh, all of those are available. The matchups, uh, the favorite right now, Kansas City uh, in Green Bay, plus 600, the long shot, plus 3,900 uh, for a, a 90s rematch, Bengals in San Francisco. So, uh, and everything in between. So, guys, any other thoughts here? Playoffs, betting, anything, our final show of the season. So we're not only wrapping up here for the divisional round, uh, we are wrapping up this 2021-22 NFL season here. Uh, 20 weeks of shows. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss it to you guys, and I'll, I'll close it out. So, Derek, final thoughts here for the week for this football season. What do we got? Whether you've listened, you know, one week to us or 20 weeks, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. And then uh, I got a prop bet for you two. So are we going to be doing this show uh, long enough to where the Jaguars make the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> nope. Just Chop, Chop, Chop talked about how, you know, we only have limited years here, like, <laughs> no like Jerry Jones. And You don't think we'll do this for 30 more years again? I don't think that'll be long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Baby Chop's got a different thought on that. Nope. There's no chance that we're still doing this show when Jacksonville is. What, odd, what odds are you going to give me? What Boy. odds do you want? Yeah, yeah. You, you throw Please. a number out there. I already lost enough money to Chop this season. <laughs> like all the years. Chop, final thoughts for the people here. What do we got, buddy? Uh, yeah, I mean, 20 weeks, man. It's been a grind. It's been fun. Uh, I love football, but I, I'm re I'm ready for you know a little bit of football break and uh, recharge the battery here. Watch a few playoff games, and then uh, a few weeks from now, maybe we'll crank up a little NBA content for the peoples. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do the NBA show. But uh, it's been a fun year, man. Uh, regardless, win or lose, you, you you're just trying to play the game. You just want a little action. That's what it's all about. So we had some action this year. We'll be back next year, and. Uh, we can't wait to see you guys in 2022 uh, fall. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on in the NBA streets. But I agree. You know, it's been a fun run. It's been uh, a long run, you know, through everything, the ups and downs. You know, everybody's dealing with everything out there, COVID and, and life. So we appreciate each and every one of you, like Derek said, whether you're here for the first time 
Oh, you've been here for I don't know how many years we've been doing this now. Uh, we appreciate it. Special shout outs uh, to some of the regulars. Uh, Josh Duck here with us every single week. Our, our boy Don Yeezy, uh, amongst others. I'm probably leaving some names out, but again, we appreciate it. I appreciate both of you. Love doing the show. I uh, learn something new every time I do it. Uh, always a good time uh, with this thing. And of course, thank you to the people over at FanDuel uh, for sponsoring the show, uh, for coming up with our OGs tournament with us uh, and helping us put that together. Uh, that was a good time here as well. So a big shout out to them. Uh, and of course, uh, the team over at Roto-Grinders uh, for everything they're doing, uh, both up front and behind the scenes. So that will wrap it up. Excited to see these games play out. Uh, hopefully, uh, my team is going to end up on top and, and maybe I'll have to try to annoy you guys on, on that soccer Dave level, but, uh, we'll see how this thing plays out. Uh, we'll see if we are back uh, for NBA. If not, uh, we will definitely be back uh, for next football season, but all three of us always accessible on Twitter or on Roto grinders. If you guys ever need anything, have questions, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. So that'll do it for chop for notorious. I am beer. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck this weekend and the rest of this NFL season. Thank you so much for listening this year, and we are out.